Welcome back to the Kings of the North, the NFC North podcast, where we give you the hottest takes and uh, really cover all angles of the NFC North. I'm here with the Professor of Pigskin. Yo, yo, yo. Also here with the Beefcake. I have nothing to say this morning. Yeah, it's been a it's been a difficult difficult uh, 48 hours or so uh, since the since what happened on Sunday. Those who hurt together bond together. And we're hurting a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's get right into it then. Let's, let's just cover what happened. This is going to be a very short process, I assume, for everybody. Uh, so let's first start with the beefcake. Now let's go to Detroit first. The anemic offense of the Big Apple could not outdo the $25 man as the Lions roared past the Giants on Monday Night Football. While Monday Night Football may have erased a singer, Jamal Agnew was off to the races with an 88-yard punt return as he put the G-Men in the spin cycle. Whoop! Whoop! Eli Manning was as harassed as OBJ was hampered as Big Ben, Big Blue, had some serious questions to answer while the Detroit Lions are, embarrassingly, atop the NFC North. Lions 24, Giants 10. Beautifully put. Let's go to the Professor Pitts team. The blowing winds of Hurricane Irma may be in the past, but the blowing wasn't done in Florida as last weekend they were visited by the hapless Chicago Bears, who were devastated by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers so thoroughly that Congress is debating how much disaster relief funds they'll be sending to the the mice of the Midway. Quarterback Mike Glennon led the charge of ineptitude with three turnovers, leaving Bears fans with no options than to dream of the next terrible quarterback that will let them down. Speaking of charges of ineptitude, um, I mean, just all around the NFC North is pretty terrible this week. And now let's go to the two teams that matter. And we're going to start off with the Beefcake. And we're actually going to talk about how the Vikings did this week. So I'd love to hear your take. Well, Rob, without their magic glass man, the Vikings had no chance against the Steel Curtain. Case Keenum, starting quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. He was not the answer in the Steel City on Sunday. Martavius Bryant was speeding down the roads early on to put the Steelers ahead for good, while Big Ben sure had his way with the purple people smellers. The sound of Sam Bradford asking for his mommy to kiss his knee embodied the day. Vikings 9, Steelers 26. That is a lot of really sensitive topics touched on there but uh professor pickskin you get your rebuttal talk about how the packers did this week well rob this sunday the devil went down to georgia to take on the atlanta falcons who kept the sabbath holy with a victory over the evil green bay packers haha isn't it funny how bad i am clinton dicks and the swiss chiefs packers defense will be singing a song of maddie ice and fire after getting scorched to the tune of 34 points well aaron where's the flag rogers stunk up the joint like a bears quarterback before a few garbage time touchdowns brought the score to a misleading 23 points for the olivia munless packers it is now time to p a n i c Invoking Olivia Munn again, which I think is unnecessary, but let's let's pose this to each of you and try to be as impartial as you can because I know that's difficult for both of you. Uh, you both watched the Packers game. You both watched the Vikings game. Who do you think had the more disappointing performance given what the challenges that they were facing? I mean, brand new quarterback for the Vikings. 
You have to take that into consideration when you're considering their performance, but uh, I'll leave it up to you, Professor Pigskin. Well, Rob, I'm glad you brought up the quarterback play because that's where it all begins and ends. And you would expect the Vikings to struggle with Case Keenum, but for the Packers' offense to be so anemic against the Falcons' defense, which isn't even that good, I mean, Rodgers are having problems in Week 1 finding receivers. Now in Week 2, struggling to put points on the board? I don't know, man. I think this Olivia Munn theory has legs to it. Uh, hold on a second. I'm going to jump into there. Um, yeah, the quarterback aside, yes, he didn't play well, but the, that's because half of his offensive line was out due to injury, oh. along with half of the defensive starters as well who went down, including your t- and then your top two receivers go down in the middle of the game as well. So I hardly think that you can blame all this on the quarterback, but I certainly will blame everything on the Minnesota Vikings quarterback being the only uh, replacement on that offense. That's a that's a bit harsh. Wouldn't. Now, wouldn't you say a little bit of revisionist history for you, Professor Pickskin, considering that you started Case Keenum on your fantasy team? You had you had confidence then. All of a sudden, now you're trying to make him. Uh, you're trying to apologize for him. Please respond. Look, as a Vikings fan, you gotta have faith. Faith comes first. It comes before everything else. Uh, as some of you may have known. Beefcake and I played each other in fantasy this week, and we watched the games together, and I thought, boy, it would be sure funny if Case Keenum threw a couple of touchdowns. I could really rub it in his face. It was a bad bet. It was a bad beat, but you know what? I'm glad I did it. you got to have faith. Funny is a great word because that's how – th- this week was just the funniest, you know, watching the professor go down sm- in, in flames. And, I mean, Devontae Freeman did all he could, no doubt, but uh, still wasn't enough uh, he to He did a be- lot. Oh, please. Still wasn't enough to beat the Perkis system this week. Well, perhaps you two will revisit each other in the playoffs. But let's go to our awards. Uh, we're going to start off with uh, start off with the beefcake. Um Give us your award, please, and remind us what the award is. Sure. Because it's a good one. No, Beefcake's Bad Boy Award this week. Uh, I'm going to give it to Kyle Murphy, the Ooh. starting Oh, exactly. The starting left tackle for the Green Bay Packers this week. Last week he started at right tackle. He's been flipping around all over that offensive line wherever they need him, and boy has he been doing a bang-up job. He's been just stonewalling defenders, only allowed one sack over those two games, and uh, as your third-string tackle – He's been the MVP of the year for me so far. Professor Pigskin, give the name of your award and the recipient this well, week. First off, I want to say that I think he did a great job on that Rodgers lateral for a touchdown for the other team play. He did a great job oh, on that play. On top great of- blocking. Uh, the teacher's pet. I actually have two teacher's pets this week. Oh, please. <laughs> yes, two teacher's pets. Um, first off, even in a loss, there's Let teacher's pets. We have Everson Griffin with two sacks on the day, uh, Harry and Big Ben bringing him down as he deserves. Uh, so Everson Griffin, who you called too old last week, he stepped was... up big, the best defensive end in football. Oh, gee, you ridiculous. <laughs> Stats don't lie. Well, stats can be misinterpreted. You they know don't that show as, grit. You All know right. that as well, well as anybody, on. Professor. S- second, second teacher's pet award goes to uh, Mike Zimmer for approving a fake punt because that's cool. You got to agree with that. Fake I, punts y- are pretty awesome. You know that there, I have no comeback there. Yep. All right, but this segues right into. Um, my next, uh, it's not much of an award. It's more of a, a dunce cap, the teacher's dunce cap. And it's got to go to uh, Ryan Quigley, the said punter on the fake punt, because that throw was pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> Dope play call ruined by horrible execution. Execution, excuse me. Live by Quigley, die by Quigley. Um, <laughs> so in the Beefcake's doghouse, though, we've got our own uh, our Packer who's ha- had a really tough game. His name is Devon 
house. Oh. Uh, he let Julio. He was placed on Julio Jones for pretty much the whole first half, and uh, we all know how that ended up until the rookie came in the second second half and really shut him down. That was uh, pretty tough, but uh, you know somebody's got to go in the doghouse. I think we're going to end things by just saying, as difficult as the games this week were to watch, very tough, very tough. We did have an excellent time watching them because Ooh. we all watched together, which right? is rare. Because usually we don't really get along. We try to not spend that much time together aside from this podcast. And we spent it at the Beefcakes, uh, the Beefcake uh, Abode. And he hosted us. And it was just a fantastic time. He made, he made burgers and brats and we had beers with the boys. Uh, why don't you just give your thoughts on how the weekend went as a host? Uh, triple B, as you might say. Beer, uh, burgers, brats, and beers. You know, is one of those situations where... Um, you know, there's a lot of good uh, football going on, and uh, I just wanted to have the boys over. It was a gorgeous uh, beautiful September beautiful. day, and we uh, went out, practiced some fundamentals, you know, some kicking, some catching, uh, ran some really nice routes, and uh, all over. It was a grand old time. What did you think, Professor? Well, I'd say what made it great is you might be surprised to hear that this that we actually have friends besides us three. You might listen to this podcast and think no one likes them. And not many people do, but we, we invited some of our rowdy friends over for a little football, you know, and like he said, toss us pig, pigskin around. And if you want some video evidence of the the fundamentals, capital F-U-N, going on, we'll include a little clip uh, in the show notes of uh, the high-quality football going on. It really was a great time. Football bringing people together, which is always a beautiful thing to behold. Well, this is Rob with an H. We're going to come back and go to the bar here on Kings of the North. Welcome back to the Kings of the North. The beer has been cracked. We're ready to go to the bar. This is Rob with an H. Here with Professor Pigskin and the Beefcake. The hams are flowing. It's a beautiful thing. We're becoming regulars here at the bar. Once we walk in, they already get the hams ready. Belly up. Where everybody knows your name. Belly up to the bar. Okay, now since we're at the bar, let's uh, let's order some drinks now that we're here. In addition to the ham, because that's really just sort of, that's that's always going to be there. That's a constant. So, yeah. um, who are we going to start off with at the bar? We're going to start off with Professor Pigskin. What are you ordering up first? All right, uh, Robert. First drink, um, ordering up a couple beers. Uh, they're not just any beer. Not just, not just the hams. It's a beer by um, Omega Brewing Company, which makes Game of Thrones-themed beer. They have one called Bend the Knee. I'm sending two down to the Vikings training room uh, for Sam Bradford and uh, Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> You're sending it outside the bar? Hey, like they, they can't walk here. Uh, the, both of their knees are pretty messed up. And you know what? I don't care which Our knee gets better. bar is handicapped, <laughs> I don't care which knee gets better first, but God dang it, we need one of them. So a couple Bend the Knees to Teddy and Sam. Well, okay. So starting off with some beer for the injured guys, but... Let's go with the beefcake. 
Uh, you know, I'm going to kind of piggyback off that one, and I'm also going to send a drink over to Sam Bradford, but uh, he doesn't That's really, nice. he doesn't strike me as a beer guy. You know, real men usually drink that, so um, I'm going to give saying? him a brandy and milk punch. Um, you know, he clearly needs the calcium, because that knee uh, has been to hell and back. Holy cow. Is this cow. an invention of yours, Beefcake? No, I actually looked this up. It's a real thing. Well, it's on the internet. Because um, I would never drink something as, uh, you know, disgusting as this. Brandy and milk. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I say, let's just throw him on the IR, have him start chugging this stuff until the knee grows back where it should be. Then he should be healthy enough to be a backup. Don't knock it till you try it. That's what I'll say. Uh, Professor Pigskin, now that you've sent your two beers down all the way to Sam Bradford and Teddy Bridgewater, what are you ordering up for your second round? Well, I'm ordering a round, a whole round, 52 drinks uh, for the entire Tampa Bay Buccaneers and buying them a round of Hurricanes. They thought that the storm was blowing a couple weeks ago. Ain't seen nothing yet when they get into Minnesota. The real hurricane's coming. Its name is Everson Griffin. Probably have to order that well in advance so they can prepare. (laughs) Well, let's go to Beefcake. What are you getting for your second round? Yeah, I'm going to get a little uh, selfish here. Uh, You know, it was a tough game on Sunday. I'm going to get. It's very unlike you. I I know. I'm just, you know, I'm a man of the people, really. And um, I'm going to get myself something here. It's, uh, It's actually three drinks. Um,. You know, some some games you just need to forget and move on. And you know, th- these this is this is what I drink on a night out of the town when I'm just done. You know, let's just wake up tomorrow, not uh, know what we're getting. Uh, I'm gonna get one scotch, one bourbon, and one beer. <laughs> um, you know, it, no one is better than uh, just going out and uh, not remembering the night, like our the greatest American songwriter of all time, George Thorogood. So I'm going to, right. uh, you know, really uh, get get behind him on that train. When Beefcake drinks by himself, he prefers to drink alone. So let's go to Professor Pigskin. Third round, starting to get tipsy. Well, I'm sharing a drink now, and I'm sharing it with uh, the quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals, Andy Dalton. Uh, I'm sending him down a pina colada. All right, here's the thing. Yes, the Red Rocket. Uh, us gingers got to stick together. Oh, Lord. All That's right, so a- Andy Dalton has had a – a couple of tough weeks. Uh, his offensive coordinator got fired after week one. That's a bad sign. He's on the hot seat. Uh, life's not good. P- apparently his teammates wanted him to sign Colin Kaepernick, which is bogus. He's coming to the Vikings. That's besides the point. Uh, and you know what? He needs to relax and not stress out this week because guess what? He's playing the Packers defense for at least for one week. Life is going to be good. He's going to just kick back and relax. Well, you know, I'm going to actually come right back at you with my third drink. One I'm giving to the Packers pass rushers oh exactly they are getting a good old-fashioned bloody mary clay matthews nick perry mike daniels they smell blood in the water they smell blood in the water this week they've they're going against an offense that has yet to score a touchdown (laughs) (laughs) they have yet to score a touchdown in 2017 and i don't like their chances of scoring one in week three um, like I said, they smell blood in the water, and boy, are they coming. Well, time will tell if that prophecy holds true. Let's go to Professor Pigskin. What's your final drink of the night? Oh, final drink of the night's the best drink of the night. Uh, and it's going to the Packers defense. Oh, how thoughtful of you. All right. Yeah, I am very thoughtful. So you know how in, in the TV shows, in the movies, you know, someone who's having a bad time, maybe got just dumped, life's tough for them right there. They sit down at the bar. And they ask the bartender, like, shot of whiskey. And then they pour the shot, and he's like, wait, leave the bottle. I am ordering 
a shot of whiskey, leave the bottle for the entire Green Bay Packers secondary. Uh, they just got torched, scorched by one of the best wide receivers in football. And guess what? Another great one's coming through again. So uh, it's going to be a tough week in a row for them. They're going to get burned again by another elite passing offense. Uh, leave the bottle. Bar tab is going to be pretty, pretty big this week. I mean, given that you've gotten like 52 hurricanes and <laughs> bottles. Ziggy's got it. Yes. Yeah, Ziggy. Yeah. yeah, put it on Ziggy. All right, let's go to let's go to the uh, <laughs> let's go to the beefcake. Your last drink. My last drink, as always, you got to end with beer, because um, uh, beer before liquor, you're never sicker. Uh, I'm going to get a Mankato organ grinder for the offensive line of the Green Bay Packers. Uh, this is a formidable defensive line coming into Titletown this Sunday. It'll be important to have a full belly so that the O-line can grind down this one, uh, open up holes for the running backs, and uh, set up that play action so that number 12 will have plenty of time. Uh, run the ball effectively, throw it downfield. Shouldn't be an issue this weekend. Wow. Well, those are some interesting drinks for, for you two. Keeps getting stranger and stranger every week. All right, well, we're going to come back. We're going to venture into four-down territory here on Kings of the North. We're back here on Kings of the North. This is Rob with an H here with Professor Pigskin and the Beefcake. We are venturing into four-down territory where you go outside of the world of football and kind of dig into a particular topic. And this week, I think we've got a really good one. This week, we have top four songs played at sports stadiums Ooh, for each of us. You know, yeah, those Man. ones that really pump you up and just kind of get get the blood boiling good for topic. you. Good yeah. That's right. Good that's topic, right. Robin. So there's a million different ways we could go with this. And by way of a random drawing... I have secured the first, first oh, overall pick. Bogus. Yeah, see, you know, the professor always complains about the refs. I, I want to call one here. Right the process now. Yeah, was totally dirty laundry unbiased. The field. I, dirty it was laundry. done by an outside impartial agency. Unsportsmanlike conduct. Okay, well, quit your, quit your whining. All right, so I felt like there were a lot of great candidates for the first overall pick, but one stood out as being the one that I thought was overall the best. Not just because of the song, but the legacy of the band and everything. So my first overall choice is We Are the Champions by yeah. Queen. Yeah. All right. And all right. I, I just think it's the it's the granddaddy of them all. Sure. It's played when a team wins a championship, that song will end up going on. Oh yeah. And I think that's I think that's sort of symbolic of how I feel about it. So that's my first overall pick. It's all downhill from here with the professor. Well, I know the beefcake follows me up here, so if I want an ACDC song, I have to draft it now. Because no! <laughs> he's no! taking two back-to-back. Uh, all four of his are um, It will be an all-ACDC list for him, so i got to get mine in now. Uh, I'm going to go with one that... Um, I quite like a lot when it's played in stadiums. I even heard it, uh, you know, back in the day uh, playing uh, high school sports a lot at those stadiums. It works in all levels. I'm picking one of the better ACDC songs, "Thunderstruck." Ah, good riddance. Uh, well, good thing there's so many that are uh, still on the board here. Um, uh, beefcake here, and I've got I've got the turn, so I get two picks in a row here, and I'm gonna take. Um, you know, my with my first pick, I'm going to take the one that I think should have gone first overall. It's probably the classic uh, sports song stadium or sports stadium song. 
uh, certainly of the past 30 years. I'm going to take Welcome to the Jungle by yep. Guns N' Roses. Yep, that, that's good um, pick. Nothing, nothing gets a crowd re- revved up before kickoff like that one does. Both that. me and the professor are crossing that off of our list. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That, that was high up there. Um, and then on the turn, my second pick, I am going to um, – boy, man, this is a tough one. Uh, just because I think some things will drop, I'm going to take – Crazy Train by ah. Ozzy Osbourne. That's right. I'm taking it. You are rocking so far. Oh, it's it, it, it's a party and it's a party and everyone's invited. That's right. Okay. Well, second round. Second I got pick. I got to keep the rad guitar riffs coming here. Oh. Uh, so we're going to Metallica. Entered the Sandman. Ah, dang it. All right, that song is gonna get you pumped up every time. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Um, my. This one won't be. So my second pick, since I got Queen to start off, sure. I'm going to take Queen with my second pick. Ooh. We Will Rock You. Sure. Mm. One-two punch right there. Yeah, a little yep. Freddy on Freddy action. Yep. I don't think you can have too much Queen. Um, Correct. And so now I got the next pick, don't I? Yeah, you're so, a man, yeah. I'm killing you guys right now. <laughs> All right. So my next pick, um, wanted something that was less about like celebrating a win and more about... Oh, no. Just sort of setting the tone for like okay. a really close game. Okay. And that is Michael Jackson Thriller. Ooh. Oh. Which. Ooh. Okay. A little dark horse. I like it though. Yeah. I, I, that's just a personal favorite of mine. I think it's great at all different sporting events. Didn't I'd like, say all events in general. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> anything. Even like bar mitzvahs and, you know, <laughs> bat mitzvahs, quinceanera, all that sort of stuff. Anyhow. <laughs> let's go to, uh, let's go to the uh, professor of pigskin. All right, so I've got two absolute face-melting rockers on my team so far. I need a well-rounded team, so I need something a little different for my third pick. Uh, so I'm going with a little na-na-na-na, na-na-na-na, hey-hey-hey, goodbye. You know, yeah, great you, you got the rockers. Now it's time to taunt your opponent after you kick their butt and get a win. Nothing better than rubbing their faces in it. When the crowd sings that song, it's the funniest thing in the world. That is a very good interactive one. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um Man, see here's so so there's so many great songs still on the board. Um obviously I've got two, you know, just scorchers so far and I'm going to continue that trend. I'm going to grab yes, the granddaddy of them all, Panama by Van Halen. <laughs> oh yes. Oh, you know you get jazzed up for that song. Um and then I also have the turn so I get another pick here uh with my final pick. Uh I'm going to take there's there's nothing like singing this song in in Lambeau Field uh, at the end of the third quarter wow. when everybody's just destroyed. Gross. We're taking the beer barrel polka. Oh, no. It's just the best. <laughs> you know it. You, every t- you loved that. You loved it too, Professor. You know you yeah. had a blast with that song. Admit it. I I admit to being too drunk to remember. <laughs> Aren't we all? Well, that's very big of you. Let's go to you for your last pick. All right. So here's the deal, guys. I might be uh, the world's biggest and most, you know, educated and smartest Vikings fan. I am the Professor Pigskin. Drunk. All right. But before those things, I'm an American first. Oh, dear And boy. so, with my, Let's with a sleeper, out. with a sleeper pick, with the pick that should have been number one overall, let's be honest, I'm taking the national anthem, played in every stadium, every Sunday, for the troops. I think that's a worthy pick, to be I honest. I think it's absolutely ridiculous, especially for a man who wants to sign Colin Kaepernick you com- to the Vikings. You communist. <laughs> Look, forget about the 
I'd like the song just on its own, you know. Forget about the just 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 take your just take your pick. Okay. I I just I like when like celebrities sing it and do like weird voicings at the end. I like the moment of tension where you're like, are they gonna forget the words? Are they gonna mess up the lyrics? Uh, Those things I I live for that. I don't like that pick at all. I think it's a like a real cop out. All right. Well, that's your opinion. Okay. My last pick. Um, This is one that um, I think people have a lot of fun with. Uh, and that's Todd Rundgren bang the drum. Oh, uh, yes. I, I, I think that's just a, oh, that's terrible. The fantastic stadium song. Terrible. Not much of a song on its own, but I, I think it's great. And there, I believe there's only everybody. I believe there's only one stadium that plays that song. Horrible. Uh, really? I didn't even know that. To yeah, be yeah. With you. I knew that they played it at, at Two? other sporting events all oh. the time. So. Oh, fair enough. Well, I mean, maybe there's nothing, something to be said. Green Bay fans can do certain things, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's just me. Drink. Uh, accidentally. Yeah, well. Like a raw, like a stop clock. Uh, oh, something. Oh, my Lord. Well, let's celebrate the times when the clock is right then. Okay, Professor? Okay, like when the Vikings won there for the division championship. All right, well, we'll get into that some other time. We're going to come back, take a quick break, and we're going to go down, stroll down, excuse me, mm-hmm. memory lane. <laughs> Welcome back to the Kings of the North podcast. Rob with an H here. Here with Beefcake and Professor Pickskin. And it's time to take a stroll down memory lane, as we are wont to do. And this week, we are going to go to Lambeau Field, January 10th, 2005. Ah, yes. I think you know where we're going. I'm going to hand it over to Beefcake. Keep it down. I'm going to hand it over to the pig. Professor of Pigskin. I think I uh, I got this one from here, Rob. Beefcake. I am uh, quite the scholar when it comes to this particular date. Uh, Lambeau Field, January 10th, 2005. It was the NFC wildcard round, Vikings versus Packers. Earlier in the year, the Packers beat the Vikings twice. Cheating, no doubt. No doubt. Um, so the Vikings had to come into Lambeau Field to face the cheating Packers in their own cheating uh, territory uh, in a real, real tough matchup. However, as we all know, the better team was the Vikings, and uh, I think the events of this day will prove that to be true. Uh, It was late in the fourth quarter, the Vikings already up a touchdown, driving, looking to finish off the game, to finish off Brett Favre and whatever garbage players were on that team. I don't even know. A bunch of terrible players. Uh, it, it It was a tough going. It was tough going. Um, Randy Moss uh, had a kind of a, a, a pulled hamstring. He wasn't healthy. He wasn't at 100%. He already had a touchdown at this point, you know, because 90% of Randy Moss is better than 120% of anyone else, including Jerry Rice. That's ridiculous. Um, it's late in the game, and Dante Kilpepper drops back. All right, he scans the field. There's no pass rush because, of course, it's the Packers' defense. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? Uh, and he looks right and sees Randy Moss one on one with Al Harris, mismatched. That dude was garbage all right moss fakes him inside boom heads towards the pylon dante lost off a beautiful throw drops right into randy's hands randy falls into the end zone boom touchdown now it's 31 uh 17 and moss he um he stands up and his, one of his teammates comes over to celebrate with him but ross he has something else on his mind something better uh he walks over to the goal post and recreating the act that many 
classless Green Bay fans due to opposing team's buses. He turned over and bent over and pretended to moon the the idiotic crowd of Green Bay. <laughs> yeah, so then uh, the cowardly Joe Buck uh, acted like the Fox Network has morals and tried to like shame Randy Moss, body shame him. Uh, screw you, Joe Buck. That's I never thought of it that way. Complete body shaming. Uh, jealous announcer... You know, t- taking down a prime athlete. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting a little fired up. The camera pans to Brett Favre on the sideline. He looks sad and like, oh, no, we're going to lose. Yes, you are, Brett. You are going to lose. Uh, and it was a glorious day as the Vikings defeated the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau Field in the playoffs. However, oh, did you have something to say? I sure do. Oh. I just wanted to interject that, uh, you know, the, the better team certainly did win the week after, um, you know, when the Vikings traveled to the link and uh, to face uh, – Donovan McNabb and the Philadelphia Eagles on their way to Super Bowl. So, just uh, it, it's important to know that the best team did get to the Super Bowl that year. One important uh, thing to remember about this whole incident is that Randy Moss did get fined mm. for as he should big unjustly fine. big fine, very fair. Uh, the NFL was a. Uh, in, in a good place at no, that point. No, no, no fun league. No fun league. All right, let me let me say this, okay? So Randy Moss, uh, here's what the good thing I'll say about the NFL finding Moss is it set the stage for maybe the greatest uh, legend of all time, Randy Moss' story about... Yes. Uh, a couple of fans found him uh, with like a shitty cell phone video in the parking lot, um, and they asked him, hey, Randy Moss, how are you going to pay this fine? Are you going to write a check? And Moss goes, rich people don't write checks. They pay with little, little straight cash, homie. Yes. Uh, the greatest quote in professional sports history. Hilarious. He had a couple other really good one-liners in there. You know, what's in the grand to me? I'm going to shake my bleep at it. Oh, man, Randy. Hilarious. I'm sorry. There was a much better quote that was delivered that day, and it is clearly... Oh, no. Joe, Joe, it, Joe Buck, with the only legitimate call of his career, <sighs> called out a player for disrespecting not only the NFL but its fans. You know the good people of Green Bay who pay, who work very hard, hardworking, hard, <laughs> hard drinking. Hard yeah, <laughs> yeah, a family event, sure. Yeah, a family event. Right, you know, right. absolutely ridiculous. I can't believe he was allowed family. in the in to stay in the league after that. It was just so ridiculous. You think he should have been banished. I think he should have been banished not only from the NFL from this country. <laughs> Wow. It is un-American. <laughs> deported. Deported. I don't care where you send him as long as it's not wow. on my territory. Don't get on the wrong side of Beefcake. He'll call for your head. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can tell him that every Sunday as you watch him on TV on the pregame show making millions and millions of dollars. Sorry, not dollars, but... Yes, sir. <laughs> well, that was quite a trip down memory lane, boys and girls. Um, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break. Come back and wrap things up on King of the North. I paid my dues time after time. I've done my sentence, but committed no crime and bad mistakes. Kings of the North, we're back. Thanks for sticking with us through the bitter end here. We're going to wrap things up here. Uh, first, 
just want to thank you personally. I can't speak for either of my compadres here, but I want to. You can't. I want to thank you personally. I don't want you to. And if you like the show, if you enjoyed it, if you want to support us, which I assume you do, clearly, give us a five star rating on iTunes if that's the platform you're listening on, or just tell us that we're five star people when you see us next. We're a five star man. Yeah, yeah, and let's give a let's give a quick shout out. Yes. Let's give a quick shout out to. One of those fans, yes, one uh, of our rabid fans, super friend of the show, Meg Olstead, oh, who designed Olstead. our logo. She's extremely talented. She's fantastic. Gorgeous. Badass. Hilarious. Yeah, badass. That's a great word for it. Maybe the best person I've ever met in my life. Oh, I, I, without a doubt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we love you, Meg. Thanks yeah, for the logo. Th- thank you, so, thank you seriously for the logo, Meg. And come back next week. We're going to talk about how the. How the Packers did against the Bengals, how the Vikings did against uh, the Bucks. Bucks, and how the uh, two other teams did against those other two other teams yeah, that they played. Yeah, pass. The losses that we assume they will, they will have taken. Agreed. But we'll find out. That's what's so fun about football. We're going to wait and find out. That's so thanks again for uh, sticking with us, and uh, see you next time on Kings in the North. <laughs>